0: Back to another episode of inspiration talks i'm very excited about today's episode i have a very special guest all the way from australia Vania Beric is with us she's a registered counselor so in order to know how did she become a counselor let's find out more about her so before i delete, it let's welcome Vania hi venia hi thank you so much for having me on first of all thank you so much for being part of inspiration talks venia i really appreciate so I would like to start today's conversation with your first job. How was your first job? Uh, so my first job, um, well, I kind of
1: just fell into corporate world because uh, once I finished high school, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I fell into the corporate world. Um, and it was, thinking about it now, boring. <laughs> it wasn't what I was passionate about. But at the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it was just... Um, you know, it was something that needed a job and that was
0: it. Okay, so then how did you end up your career in counselling? Like, how did you shift your career in counselling? So,
1: when, um, in my early 20s, um, through everything that I've been through, I noticed, uh, I and I noticed thankfully that I needed some help. So, I went to see the counsellor um, and I went to therapy for um, a while and I saw the changes and what it did for me and, and what, what benefit it was and it was something that i wanted to do for other people so um it took some time for me to actually take the step to do the formal education and things like that but um when i did it was amazing and now um, i have a
0: private practice and i
1: also practice online
0: So many others is this what you wanted to pursue when you were a kid like is this what you thought about it when you were a kid like you wanted to be a counselor
1: no we didn't even have counseling when i (laughs) where i was from very much um, i'm sure that many people can resonate with this We're very much a nation of um we don't talk about our problems that um therapy sort of you know it doesn't really exist can't possibly help me um so no not at all I, i certainly always had an interest in terms of the Um, psychological side, the brain and things like that, especially when I started counselling, when I started reading books um, through self-improvement and psychology and things like that, Um, I always had that interest Um, but I I guess I never believed that I could, I never had confidence of the belief that I could do it so it was just something that was I was
0: interested in but that's as far as okay so how did you gain confidence like usually many people doesn't have lots of confidence so the way i gained belief that i could do it
1: um it was just working through um because i, I noticed that it wasn't you know i when i was thinking about it i wasn't thinking i can't do it it was there was hundred other reasons of you know because I but this time it wasn't when I came straight out of high school so you know I was going I was, I'm too old for this I am too busy for this you know I, I'm too something for this so it was all these reasons there was you know 100 other reasons but I am too scared to do it that never came up so and you know thinking now all right so I've been through therapy I know how this works so let's try and work it out hope, you know what's going through it what's what's through it you know and Okay, yeah. so let's deal with, you know, this excuse and let's deal with this excuse. And when I, the uh, deeper I started digging, the deeper, um, and the more I unraveled, I finally found my why and it was, I was too scared. I didn't think that I could do, handle the work. I didn't think I could handle the, um, I guess, you know, the uh, heaviness of a degree and, and a master's. So um, I didn't, yeah. And then so when I worked through that, That was then, oh, okay, then, uh, and it was just taking a step and it was, uh, which I love to work with people and focus on is just one step at a time. So it wasn't even about me finishing the degree. It was just about me doing that one subject. Let me just see that. And if it doesn't work out, I can always quit. you know? So it was always kind of like, okay, just one more subject, one more subject, and yeah.
0: From here, and the question arises, how can people build their self-belief? It's about
1: um, creating that awareness what it is that's going on inside so as I said when I did my studies was 100 other reasons and um whatever it is that you are focusing on thinking about what reasons are you giving that you can't do it mm-hmm. um and then digging through and digging asking the question why do I think I you know I don't have time or why do I think I don't have time can I how can I create time you know and so it's about answering the surface level questions but the more you dig deeper, the more you ask them why, then you're gonna get down to the deeper level of questions of, and it usually, you know, sound it may sound like, um, I don't believe that I can do it. I don't believe I'm smart enough. I don't believe I'm pretty enough. I don't believe that I have, you know, enough support, and, and these are the things that actually hold us back. Because yeah. if we believe that we could do it, we would find a time. If we believe, do, do you know what I mean? Like, um, so we would find the time if we believe we could but for some reason we believe we can't and that's the key finding out why do you think you can't which sounds simple but it's a lot of digging, it's a lot of exploring and um, it sometimes takes time but we can certainly get there.
0: Yeah it usually takes time to build self confidence and you know self believe even so I would like to know is it something we never had? That's a good question it's when you look at a child when you look at a toddler
1: they have the confidence right they have the confidence to say what they want they have the, especially a small, a small child a baby you know they're very free in expressing themselves if they're not happy a, a baby will let you know um, so i think it's something that we've always had it's just that society parents school you know whatever it is that you grew up in trauma um conditions us and molds us that we need to be that we need to be a certain way that we need to be um uh, especially for us um women we need to be carers we need to be you know and so when we want to be something bigger than what we were what others were expecting of us all of a sudden it's a problem so how do we work through that so it's definitely something that we've always had which is a good thing it means that we don't have to start from scratch it's just where they're gonna start um some creating some self-awareness removing some conditioning removing some self-beliefs um working through whatever has happened in your life and healing it and so it's about letting it shine i feel like it's like a a flicker in us you know like a like a pilot you know it has a flicker of of light and the more stuff we remove the 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 brighter it shines okay lania how do you define success i would say this success ultimately to me is uh, being me my authentic self and being as kind person as i possibly can be however in saying that there's the ego side of me that may define success differently and sometimes you know um i'm going after what i know that success truly is to me which is about being authentic um you know and sometimes success is so i guess it changes from time to time and it, great changes from the situation um but um i certainly uh, see it you know because i i mean be wanting something that i think is success which might be um you know money uh, status or whatever it is and then you kind of you get there and you're like well this doesn't feel as good as i thought it would be or you know there's um i was promised i was told this was going to be better than it is what you know what's going on it's um so I guess yes. Yeah, so it's uh, being authentic and being kind, but sometimes there's a battle in terms of um, the material world, calling, you know, pulling, uh, pulling me in.
0: <laughs> okay, that's great to know. So here comes another question: If you were not in counseling, then what you would be doing?
1: I guess my what I originally started to do when uh, when I first started um in the workforce which is accounting I certainly would have hated it um because I wasn't happy there I would have been miserable doing it um but um but if I had a choice I'd probably still be doing something if I wasn't counseling I'd still be doing something in terms of psychology and the mind um but yeah I I,
0: um,
1: I guess it would be something something with the mind or
0: yeah Okay, it would, it would be similar to this field only, right? Yeah, so it may
1: not be, it could be something like a, um, a, a detective or, a, um, you know, something like that, because that's a, a very, you know, mind oriented, putting pieces of puzzle together, profiling and yeah. things like that.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, right? right? I mean, like, being detective is also an interesting profession. So let's move towards let's imagine an inspiration. So, Vanya, if you win a lottery cut, for example, infinite amount of money, how would you spend that money? I would um, after a lot of travel. Okay. Or during a lot of travel, um, I would certainly
1: obviously the, the first thing that comes to my mind is um, the thinking about how I can use this money to serve other people. Is there a um, so certainly I, I don't. Um, it's not something that I have come across so I have to think about, you know, but is there an area that I feel passionate about that I can use this tool to help fund it, to find the right people or whatever it is, you know, that can bring this, whether it's global warming, whether it's poverty, whether it's, you know, a refugee or uh, mental health, you know, how can I use this tool to serve others because it's certainly doesn't serve me to keep it in my bank account uh-huh
0: so we will do this with your money you will travel also along with this so if you could live anywhere for one whole year so what country would you choose it would definitely be spain
1: um okay there's something i've never actually been but there's something about spain that i love, I love the language um i love the food i love the the idea of living on the mediterranean um and I certainly, it would be something, you know, it would force me to learn the language. It would force me to get immersed in that culture. And um, living in Australia, we're very isolated from the world. It takes a long time to travel anywhere. Um, so, I like this idea of being close to a lot, you know. Uh, like, okay. yeah.
0: So, Spain can open doors to many other countries even. That's right. Yeah. So, do you know Spanish? I Spanish in high school, but I don't know. I will maybe be able to know enough to get
1: by, but Mm -hmm. not enough to want it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so what about if you had a time machine? Would you prefer to go in your past or in your future? I
1: would go way into the past and have conversations with, you know, uh, historical figures who I think changed my way of thinking and who um, changed the world's way of thinking, people like uh, Nikola Tesla people like you know um Albert Einstein you know and just Mother Teresa just having a conversations with them about how they see life how they see the world and um I think that would just be mind blowing
0: <laughs> yeah that would be actually mind blowing I'm like knowing about them knowing their opinion about life would be great I'm like I never wondered about this but this is something which I am impressed right now <laughs> okay so that's Does
1: anyone inspire you, Vanya? Um, I don't don't know whether one of the people throughout history inspired me through some of the work they did. So um, again, Mother Teresa, you know, with her um, philanthropic work, Albert Einstein with the way, you know, his view of the world. So um, those are the people that inspire me, certainly people, you know, in today's um, society when you see someone like um, Angelina Jolie, who's obviously, you know, she's very famous, but she's also likes to give back a lot. Those, you know, those people certainly um, inspire me today, but I don't know if there's one person that I go, you know, they are my idol and I love everything they do. But the one thing that I'm always advocating for is that we're all human and we're all making mistakes. So I feel like if we put so much pressure on one person, we take away their humanity because then we expect them to be this amazing, grandiose thing that we have you know, constructed in our head and when it's not, we get a little bit disappointed.
0: I completely agree with the point which you said. Everyone can make mistakes. No one is completely perfect. And I think it's good even to make mistakes. Like if we don't make mistakes, how will we be able to learn something? Right. So absolutely. So here comes another question. What are you most excited about your work right now? What are your current struggles, and what are your future goals? <laughs> uh, well, what am I most excited
1: about is my online course because that is going to be amazing. I'm going to work. Um, the idea is behind it is that I'm working with a group of people um, together, and um, it's really about creating a community and you know, really figuring out how we can help each other, how I can serve um, others. And it's also my biggest challenge right now because um, I've yeah. certainly never done it in this capacity before. Um, I've never done it online. So it's, you okay. know, figuring out the technology side of it and things like that. So um, right now, yeah, it's my biggest thing that I'm excited about, but it's also my greatest pain. Um, and my goals for the future is I don't know. I I really like to stay focused on, on the present um, because if someone was to ask me five years ago to paint a life that I you know that I would want to be living in five years, it would be completely different to what I am doing now. Um, and so, and I love what I'm doing now. So if I'm thinking too far into the future and I'm trying to construct what it would be like. I am, you know, I'm only thinking with the little brain that I have right now in two years' time. I'm going to, you know, because constantly growing, new ideas are going to spark. So I like the future to be exciting and unknown.
0: Yeah, it is much better to, you know, if you don't know what's going to happen in the future, it's much exciting. And even when we try something new, it's much, you know, it's actually challenging, but also we learn something from it and also it's exciting. As well. So, what is your course about? Can you give a short brief about your course, like which you're gonna uh, publish it soon?
1: It's all about sort of building that self belief. So, creating, uh, working through the past, working through our pains, working through whatever it is that we're feeling inside or we're feeling like hold, that holds us back. And so, it's really about building that self belief. It will be um, online and it I will be with you there, with, with you and doing a Q&A after to help you work through it. So it's really hands-on um, and it's, you know, there's a workbook. So we'll be able to work at your own pace, but at the, also at the same time have my support. So um, I feel like this is, you know, I can help out and, and serve a lot of people, you know, in one go and we can also really commit, uh, create that community because, you um, us humans are all about connection. Uh, whether it's, you know, whether we're seeking connection from our partners, from our children, from neighbours, from parents, it's all about creating connection. And there's even a study that was done that um, shows that with people who feel like they have a connection or feel like they have a tribe or feel like they connect with someone, um, there is less, um, they show less signs of depression, they show less signs of suicide or there's a fewer suicides. So for me, it's really important to create that community because I know that's where I thrive and I know, especially after COVID, you know, that we were lacking that because we weren't allowed to go out and things like that. So uh, kind of getting back into that is important.
0: That's right. And all the best for it once again. Uh, so Mania, what advice would you like to give to my listeners?
1: One step at a time. Yeah. Focus on what you're doing right now. Yeah. Don't... Um, while well, it's good to have goals for the future don't create a whole you know plan too far into the future because then you're living in tomorrow you're not living in right now and you are trying to run away from your problems <laughs> so really focus on what you're doing right now and one step with one foot in front of the other it's about focusing one thing at a time as opposed to
0: that's right. I'll focus on one thing. Uh, it was great talking with you, Vania. I really enjoyed talking with you. So here's a small gesture from me to you. Thank you. Uh, you're most welcome. So anything which you would like to say in the end, Vania? Um, thank you so much for having me on.
1: I love this conversation. And yeah, keep inspiring people. It's amazing what you're doing. Thank you so much. What certifications does a coach have? Well, there, can have there, there is no regulations for a coach. So they can just say they're a coach they can do like an online course that takes two hours and they can get certification so it's not really so anybody can be a coach and they can just say that they're a coach that's that's the difference whereas a therapist actually has formal training